What's up, everyone? Welcome back to our 40th and final episode of Track Talk this year. We are your hosts, Emma and Hannah. Doesn't that feel a little weird to say? Or like, like, all, little, like all of it? A little weird. Yeah. 40 episodes. Final episode. Final episode of the year. Strange. A little bit. Yeah. But we're going to take a, a break after this week. Mm-hmm. There's We're kind of grasping right now for something to talk about. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There has been things. Um, we luckily kind of touched on a lot of the Susie Wolf stuff. That was probably the biggest news in the motorsports world mm-hmm. uh, in last week's episode. But that was before a lot had come out. So we'll do like a quick recap of it I again. didn't realize that there were no actual like claims or like allegations that had come out until after. Like it was like two days after we re- talked about right. it that it actually became something that the FIA was looking into. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what came first or like what prompted well, the media. this. I guess the media. Whatever, yeah. what, whoever leaked anything to the media, which Susie still has no idea who said what. Right. I don't know. The whole thing has been a mess. We're going to get into how Lewis responded. Mm-hmm. You saw everything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Do you, I feel like you probably know more than I do. About the, about the Lewis, um, well, just Susie thing. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll also answer some questions that y'all sent in for us, personal and motorsports mm-hmm. based. Um, and then I think that may be it. There's a there's a fun rule change too. I'm going to talk about rule change potentially. Um, okay, yeah, we've got a couple things before we get into any of it. We want to remind you that we have merch. Yes. So head to the link in our like Instagram bio, TikTok bio, the at the bottom of our episode notes. We'll have a link there as well. Um, it is a pre-order, and we have to hit a certain amount of orders before it can go into production. And we really want you guys to get your your merch sooner than later. So definitely check it out. There's a Emma Krunek, the Hannah shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah named them. Um, <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's not like I pulled Named some <laughs> grander name out of my hat. But it was like <laughs> smart. It was like to name it after us. Right. But anyway, check it out. It was in collaboration with Furious Motorsport. We love the designs. They're so fun. They're very us. They're very us. Very simple. Very us. And yeah, definitely check them out. Get yourself a Track Talk merch. We'd love you for it forever. I mean, we love you anyway, but we'd love you more. <laughs> um, also, we do have fun little gifts to go in well I, yeah it'll be our first x number of of orders but um we're not quite there yet so we're getting close though you're closer to me am i a little bit is it bad it's just different <laughs> the chairs are closer we i moved, don't know i just we moved, i know but we moved them to take a photo and i just realized we never moved them you're back right. okay well it's fine it's just throwing me off <laughs> my My far enough away now. For those listening at home, Hannah moved her chair. <laughs> I have space issues. That's fine. But I just sat down. It's I know, not like I was I, like, I'm going to call up to you today. I didn't realize it until we were already talking. Okay, let's just jump back into track talk. All right. So I think we should just go back to Susie Wolf mm-hmm. just to, to start it off here. So we had talked last week about how there were these, at the, at the time, kind of like Baseless claims about, and I still believe that they are baseless claims, but um, there was no actual allegations, like Emma said, until a couple, a couple days later. But it was pretty much just like speculation that the relationship between Susie and Toto Wolf, you know, their husband and wife, but she's a part of the Formula One management group and he is a team principal of the Formula One team, that there was some sort of leak of information about the Red Bull um, budget 
issue from 2021. And I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to pin more information leaks on this relationship. Um, but that's what we know of at the time. Um, so yeah, they're saying that their relationship was used to, for a, an illegal transfer of information, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think the worst part of all of these claims and stuff, aside from just the blatant misogyny, is that they're, they just refer to Susie as Toto's wife. I mean, that is misogyny. Mm-hmm. But that's like the part that annoys me the very most of all of this. Okay, I never realized that, but yeah. They always say Toto's wife, Susie Wolf. Mm-hmm. It's like... As if she's not someone with... Susie? Like, she's like Susie Wolf. Like, she's she's got her own name. She's good. Like She, she has a name that has a brilliant reputation attached to it. So mm-hmm. to, to simply use Toto's wife is is just absolutely crazy. And this is, uh, you know what? We like Toto. We're, we stand yeah. with him in all this too. Yeah. So it's not like a, oh, she's attached to this guy. It's just like, she has a name with an awesome reputation. Use it. Mm-hmm. When the FIA announced that they were looking into this, all of the teams, like one by one, slowly started to post that like, we didn't leak anything to the FIA. We stand with, we didn't, no one actually said Susie Wolf's name. So like we stand with the director of Formula or F1 Academy. Um, but like, it was all just like copy and paste, mm-hmm. which I mean, I respect. Like, I mean, you know that they do have to use specific language yeah. just for legal reasons, but it was kind of funny that it was like, one after another, right. after another, after another. Like around noon, yeah. was, was it on Monday? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was Monday. Monday, Tuesday. Because I remember being in class. Yeah. Um, it was like post after post after post. And, and we're just <laughs> like, okay, well, this team hasn't posted and this team hasn't mm-hmm. posted. And they were like, no, no, wait, that team has posted, but only on Instagram. This one only did a story. This one did a feed post. Anyway, right. it was it was just, it was honestly kind of funny. Um, the situation itself is not funny, but the way that the teams reacted. And I mean, the solidarity that they all have. I respect, but at the same time, it's like, okay, then where do these claims come from? Right. Like who was right. the person to to light that match under the right. FIA. Like, we're, like we still don't know. Right. And Susie has made it clear that there's been no transparency. She has no information. Mm-hmm. It's just that these claims came out. She's gotten hate for of it. They've dragged her name through the mud. And then they were just like, just kidding, we're dropping it. Right. You owe her a little bit more than that. Oh, for they sure. They don't owe us anything. They don't, know, they don't owe the rest of the world anything. But to like, Susie deserves a little bit more Well, and that. if she wasn't so passionate and so much of a pioneer for... For female and mo- females in motorsport in general, but for the F for the FA or F one Academy specifically, mm-hmm. I would like imagine that she'd be like, "I am done with this organization. Mm-hmm. Adios. I will take my talents elsewhere." But she just genuinely has such a love for all these girls that she's helping out with with in the F one Academy, and she's just got a such a passion for females in motorsport and like breaking down those barriers as she's clearly still having to deal with today Mm -hmm. that she'll never do that like she will just she will stay around these claims suck I hope that this goes away and that but she'll always be that rock for those those young girls Lewis in response because obviously he's got such close relationships with Toto and Susie um at the FIA prize giving gala award gala whatever they call it did you see the the subtle middle finger that he was giving, not the crowd, but that he had on stage. He was holding his trophy and like, it could have been nothing, but people are speculating that he was actually trying, it was like a sign to the FIA that he was flipping them off. 
I'm not like, making this like up. physically with his finger, like flipping. Them yeah, off. like if he was holding. I'm sorry, you can't see us right now. But if he was holding his trophy here or whatever, it was like literally. Yeah, I don't blatantly. see Lewis Hamilton doing that. Like I see him doing what he did as a sign of disrespect. Yeah, but I don't see him being that blatantly disrespectful. That's not Lewis Hamilton. Hey, make your own opinion. Yeah, that um, is my opinion. But he ended up not taking his trophy home. He. Gave it to a fan. That's what people are saying. That he gave it to a fan who was in attendance. I, and I, I respect it. It's kind of just like a stand against the FIA to say like, well, he's on Susie's side, obviously. But to how the whole situation went about and for Susie to not get any, like any real apology or any actual closure from this, ha- what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't blame Lewis for making a stand. Like he's such a prominent name in motorsports too. So mm-hmm. if he kind of takes his trophy and is like, no, like fuck the FIA. I don't need this. Um, none of us need this and just gives it away or doesn't take it home. I mean, that's what happened. And I thought it was kind of funny. That's it. (laughs) I mean, like, I would love to be that fan that took that trophy home. Imagine just having Lewis Hamilton's third place trophy in your house. That's it. (laughs) That's it. In other news, Charles' contract extension is being rumored. It's been rumored this whole time. Not to this extent. This week it came out that it is uh, a rumored another five-year extension that keeps him in Ferrari until 2029. So that's, we had heard, you know, extensions, whatnot, but to have a a number of years is something that we haven't had quite yet. And that's interesting. Now, what this is also from Fanatics Ferrari on Twitter, um, but it is from the Gazetta. And it does say that there are some doubts regarding Carlos Sainz's situation says Carlos would like to renew for at least two years, but Ferrari could opt for a one-year extension only to continue monitoring opportunities in the driver market. Now they are saying, for example, Lando Norris's contract with McLaren expires in 2025. Now I don't see a world where Lando ends up in a Ferrari, to be quite honest with you. I don't see a world where Lando leaves McLaren without getting a win first. So if that takes him however many years, like he's not going anywhere. But at the same time, I also don't see Charles... As much as I want him to leave Ferrari, he's also probably not leaving until he gets that championship win. Um, The thing about Carlos surprises me, though, because all season we were kind of confused as to who their number one driver was. And if this is true and they're only wanting to re-sign Carlos for one-year contracts at a time, well, it's very obviously not him. Well, I think that this is honestly a mutually beneficial partnership for the next one to two years for Carlos and Ferrari because his name has been attached to Audi since Audi was announced to come into Formula One, Mm -hmm. and that's in 2026. That's two years away. You think he would leave Ferrari to go to Audi? 100%. His name has been attached to the team since it... it... But this team has no... But if if Carlos Sainz knows he's going to be part of building this team and, like, can be, I don't know, say guaranteed or whatever a top driver in this team and has some say, I think that he does it. Because how many times this season was he pulling his own strategy? No, you're right. Like I just, and like I said, his name's been attached to it. That's two years away. So Carlos races with Ferrari for this year, maybe one more year. And then Audi. And then Audi. Hey, I wouldn't hate it. No, 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 absolutely (laughs) not. Look, as much as I do like Carlos at Ferrari, and you say nothing. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) Um... I think that Carlos wants to be and deserves to be with a team that he will be their number one driver. And I truly do think that, yes, okay, this whole season we were like, oh, who's your number one driver? Charles, Carlos. It's always going to be Charles. 
at Ferrari. Mm -hmm. It will always be. Even when, I believe even when Seb was his teammate, it was like, okay, we have Seb as Charles' teammate to mentor Charles. Like, it's just to everything's about Charles. To him to, like, replace right. Seb. Yeah. Exactly. So, that's kind of where I stand on, on everything. How do you feel about Charles staying at Ferrari for the next five years? <laughs> I truly do think I would be sad if he left. Okay. That We all know as F1 fans that that's been his goal since day one. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a world champion with Ferrari. He wants to be with this team. So... I don't think that, yeah, like, race weekends are tough and, like, his radio messages are tough and sometimes things are really tough for him and for us as his fans. But I think that, yeah, I I don't know if he ever would and I don't know if we ever would want him to. Where would he go? Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't want him to go to Red Bull. I want him, okay, hang on. I want him to go to Red Bull just because of those photos that came out. (laughs) <laughs> those like yeah, edits of him about. in that Red Bull suit. I was right. like, I could get used to seeing this, but I don't actually want him to go to Red Bull and be Max's teammate. No, 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 no. That's not the best move for his career. I don't believe. And then he would Mercedes, never go to Mercedes. I don't think he'd ever go. So like, Mm-mm. what does that, what does that leave? Like a McLaren? I don't think so. Just a driver swap, Lando and Charles. <laughs> that, yeah. And Zach Brown would never. No. Um, He doesn't, Charles doesn't fit Zach Brown's like mold. <laughs> Well, no, Zach Brown's mold is taking a driver and shaping them, like you said, molding them. Yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. to to create the, the driver that he wants. Like, yeah. he fathers them, which is why it didn't work out with Danny, you know? So, yeah. Lando's perfect for him. Oscar's perfect for him. Charles, who already knows what he's doing, is already very grounded in has, motorsport. Has a, a, a form, like, his own... Uh, foot place in formula mm-hmm. one already yeah, he can't go to mclaren because zach brown won't know what to do with him yeah, that's <laughs> true i have a couple other notes some funny ones so obviously at the last race of the season oscar was given the rookie of the year award mm-hmm. he quote tweeted autosport.com and then then so oscar then quote tweeted that tweet and said thank you very much to everyone that voted with the praying hands and the, the papaya heart and i don't know whether he's trolling us or whether this is genuinely something he's saying but I don't think you vote for you this. Don't vote. You don't, I don't vote think for you this. vote. I think it's based on points. I mean, in Formula One, it'd be based off points, but maybe compared to other FIA motorsport series, but maybe there's a voting process there. So you're saying that maybe like from his past, he thinks he was thinking like, oh, people voted for this or I think he was trolling us. I'm not positive, I don't but know. I think it's like... <laughs> Because is he, so is he FIA Rookie of the Year? Because if it's FIA, there's so many different series. Just says this year's Rookie of the Year. I don't think they give an FIA Rookie of the Year. I don't I know. think this is just a Formula One thing. Anyways. I love Oscar. <laughs> this tweet made me laugh very much. Again, I still don't know whether he was trolling us or whether he's actually genuinely, thank- genuinely thankful for people voting. I don't think what? people vote. What happened earlier this season when everything was going down on t- Twitter and Instagram and Oscar just tweeted a photo of the steak that he made. Was that when Danny Rick was coming back? I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. No, I don't. It was like everything, everything was happening at once. It was huge news. And then in the middle of it, Oscar successfully made his first steak. No, I need to find it. Okay, (laughs) I just have no idea what you're talking about. But again, I'm like, is that contrived? Or are you just like, are you like, you know, are you trolling us or... Or are you just, like, unironically funny? I think he's just unironically funny. <laughs> yes, it was when Danny Rick was announced to come back. Mm-hmm. 
Oscar posted he's like I cooked steak for the first time didn't set off the fire alarm anyways random life update over enjoy and like posted a photo of the steak that he cooked but like everyone and their dog is freaking out that Danny Ricardo is coming back Nick DeVries has lost his seat what's happening at Red Bull and Oscar Piastri made a steak <laughs> like how do you not remember this I, anyway. I, I don't I don't go on Twitter all that often it wasn't just even on Twitter. It was just, anyway, okay. I don't, I don't know, but, um, I yeah, so I, I just don't know whether he, he's unironically he is funny. unironically funny or he, or he he's doesn't try. Us. He doesn't need to try. Okay, I so think you're it's, on team just like, that's just who he is. Unironically funny. I think kind he of, thinks, kind of oblivious to like everything going on, like yeah. in a, in a hilarious way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what team I am there. I think that's just like a super hilarious every time I see something that he posts. <laughs> um, moving on. This week, at Formula Racers on Twitter, also tweeted that um, FIA steward Derek Warwick said it felt wrong to to penalize Carlos Sainz in Vegas. It felt wrong. It was wrong. We worked very hard for it not to happen, but they are the rules. Okay, who in that room went against the people trying to not penalize him? There's no way. anybody. There's no way anybody did. That just didn't happen. Like, I feel like if even some of the stewards were like, he doesn't deserve this penalty, they wouldn't have given him the penalty. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there was, like, a courtroom debate happening wherever the FIA stewards were. I don't think there was any question about it. But no, it wasn't deserved. Now we know. Now we know. Now we have confirmation that it wasn't deserved. Yep. Confirmation from one steward. But (laughs) nonetheless. Okay, so I also saw a really funny tweet from this account. Um, Her name is Tasha on Twitter. And she quote tweeted the um the Lewis thing about, you know, him giving finishing P three, getting his trophy and then giving it away to a fan. Mm-hmm. And she said, This man won't be able to inhale without a penalty next season. No, for real. No, and I totally unfortunately agree with this. He is always targeted by the FIA. Like anything he does, it's it's wrong. I mean, do you remember the jewelry fiasco? Oh, I remember yes. Like Did they ever drop like they dropped that, right? I think so. Yeah, that's crazy. Lewis is bigger than Formula One. Like, you can't, like... I know. You can't silence him. You can't. Um, I will say, hmm. not to bring politics into this, but I will say I am surprised that... Do you remember at the start of the year when the FIA announced that there would be, like, penalties and action taken for drivers who use their platform during Formula One weekends Mm -hmm. to, like, make statements? Yeah, yeah. Um, We didn't really see any of that this year. That was something that all drivers took seriously. I, I mean, something to point out. I kind of think that like they will never tell us what the penalty would be for that, mm-hmm. be it monetary, be it whatever, driver um, points or against your license, whatever that might be. But I assume the the risk is is not worth taking from whatever the FIA has. Mm-hmm. I think me, not not that the risk is not worth taking necessarily because they're always advocating for really great um, initiatives. But I'm saying that I, if I had to guess, I think the FIA has threatened like really harsh penalties against oh, these drivers. Probably, for doing so. probably, and that's the only reason why why they, they don't yeah why they don't do it anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. Anyway, that was just a little tidbit that I yeah. remember from the start of the year. Yeah, um, I think that's all I have for. What was this rule change? Oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, this was just this morning. So at Fastest Pit Stop posted this morning, um, we're recording on Sunday, that the FIA is considering the idea of deleting the lap time of a driver who causes a red flag during a session. 
the driver will also not be able to participate again in the session. The aim is to penalize the driver and prevent him from benefiting from the red flag he causes. Oh, like during qualifying session. So they said this oh. new rule will be tested in F2 and F3 in 2024, while IndyCar already uses this rule. You know, that's true. Indy does use it. I just remember when George caused a uh, red flag. I don't know what year it was, a few years ago, but he still ended up pretty high on the on the grid. I wish I could remember exactly what race it was, but I mean, that makes sense because like, imagine you're second in qualifying and there's still however many minutes left of Q3. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they would intentionally cause a red flag. They wouldn't, but if you are the one to cause a red flag, mm-hmm. why do you get to still benefit from that? Well, immediately what's coming to mind is is Monaco when Checo caused a red flag at the end of Q3. And then didn't Carlos like spit into him? Yes, yeah. but I don't, like, I think Checo was able to start, like, He's, still, yeah. still pretty high up on the grid because mm-hmm. his lap time was good enough. And it's like, well, that kind of sucks because essentially, in theory, you could set a fastest lap and then set off a red flag so that you finish on pole mm-hmm. or you start on pole. Yeah. So I, I kind of do agree with the rule change. But anyways, I kind of like that rule change. They're going to um, try it out with F2, F3 this year. Indy already does it. Um, this is your daily reminder that I miss Indy. I miss Indy. Interesting. I support that rule change. I really do. Okay. Questions? Sure. Let's get into some questions. Okay. So we put on our story last night, kind of late because I didn't think about it until late. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. Um, Just some open-ended, just giving you guys a chance to ask us some questions. Uh, We got a few asking how we met. Yeah. And we've talked about it before, but we talked about it in a bonus episode. Um, And those aren't as commonly listened to as our other episodes, but... And I also guess we've gotten more listeners since then. Me and Hannah aren't actually friends. No, just kidding. <laughs> she just gave me the biggest eye roll. Because I know what you're no, I'm alluding kidding. to. We are friends. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, how did... I'll tell. Yeah, I'll you tell, go. Sorry. Okay. You tell. So there's a little bit, not to be emo, but there's a little bit of an invisible string yeah. with me and Emma. I went to school with her twin sister. Um, they went to different high schools. And so I went to school with her twin sister. So I knew her for a while. And then I actually, like, I I had known who Emma was, but we'd never followed each other. We weren't friends, whatever. I had always seen her pop up on my TikTok because you were making F1 TikToks on your personal account before we started. It was, like, F1 and Harry Potter. Yeah. And, like, Marvel, like, all those yeah. TikToks. So yeah. I had I had always seen her content. And I was like, hmm, that's so funny. Love F1. Love Marvel. Love Harry Potter. Love Taylor Swift. Me and this girl have some stuff in common. Mm-hmm. So then I went to montreal no 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 no. before this oh sorry you're right you're so right. hannah had bought two ferrari jackets i don't know where but you were gonna i needed two sizes you were gonna keep one sell the other yeah and my ex-boyfriend saw it on marketplace and was like oh like i'll buy this for you and i think i picked it up no Did no he, he pick picked it up? it up i don't know who picked it up but when i showed my sister the name she was like oh that's hannah like i went to school with her and i was like oh i don't know this part of the story oh yeah she recognized like there was you that was selling it and i was Mm -hmm. like well i don't know her but i'm gonna take her jacket Mm -hmm. i bought it i didn't steal it don't worry i'm not that kind of facebook marketplace scammer (laughs) just to clear that up and so i had the jacket and then you went to montreal yes then i went to montreal i wore my jacket and you wore your jacket and my sister again i guess she's to thank for all this i don't even know um thanks sam thanks sam she was like, you know, Hannah's going to Montreal this weekend for the race. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And she's like, yeah, don't you follow her? And I was like, I do not. So then I did. Mm-hmm. 
And then I was like, oh, I bought my jacket off of you. And yeah. then, like, I was interacting with you all weekend. Yeah, you're sending me messages because I was posting mm-hmm. lots about that weekend. Yeah. And then we moved from Instagram DM to text. And then we hung out. Once. Once. <laughs> we went for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we... But do you remember... Okay, this was all last summer. Yeah, this like, was last summer. this was last year. And we joked about starting a podcast. Yeah, we did. When we went out for dinner. Yeah. And then fast forward a few months later in February... We were actually I was sitting like... in class. I was sitting in, in sport in ancient Greece. And I was like, hmm, sport in ancient Greece. We're learning about chariot racing right now. I'm going to text Emma. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. And I was like, all right, here we are. Here we are. Now I see her every week. Yep. Now we're real life friends. We are she real came life to Hanpree and I came to her housewarming. So we're mm-hmm. actually real friends. Stop with the narrative that we're not. Well, I'll, you know what? <laughs> New year coming up. I'll let it go. We are friends. Yeah, that's how we met. So fun. Nice little story. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a bit of invisible string theory there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you'll have such a fun friendship story. Like, yeah, if that if that is that fun? I don't I don't know. It's don't not know. like we met like in like a bar bathroom or something and yeah. but like I think it's fun, kind of fun. Yeah. Anyways. We just we have way too much in not yeah. way too much in common. True. Like everything in common. Yeah. It's strange. Anyway. But also many com- conflicting opinions, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't like EDM. But anyway, continue. <laughs> That's the one you use? It's the first one that came to mind. That's true. But I also think that your team Iron Man? Yeah. No shit, I have a tattoo. Are you team Captain America? Okay, I, ask the next I, question. I struggle a lot. <laughs> ask the next question. Um, okay, so someone also asked if we watch MotoGP. No, but I want to because it's so entertaining watching the clips when they have to run after their bike. For real? Like, it's so funny. So I'm just like, That's oh, crazy. I want to watch it so bad. I've never watched MotoGP, but I do have a coworker who loves MotoGP. And she was trying to kind of, like, get me into it. So um, I might have to. I want to because I recently met someone who is, like, a distant relative of John Surtees. Mm. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And he's the only race car driver championship winner who also won a motorcycle championship series. Oh, okay. like he's won both Formula One and I don't know if it was MotoGP at the time, but like also motorsports. So he, I was talking to him about that and I was like, I know nothing about motorcycles. So I kind of want to get into it now just to know a little bit more. <laughs> Do we have time for that? I don't think so. No, because we forgot all about our friend, our fellow Canadian, Devlin, signing. We didn't forget. We were just waiting. Well, but in my news, I well, didn't bring it up. Well, it was a question. It, it was a question, but I should have brought it up in my news. Anyways, Devlin to Imza. Yeah, we have to now follow Imza. Yep. So we're going to... Sorry. What? Formula One. Mm-hmm. IndyCar. F1 Academy. F1 Academy. Do you follow F2? Sometimes you do watch I do F2. follow F2. I sometimes watch F2 as well. <sighs> Imza, WEC, and MotoGP. I need to quit my job. <laughs> It's the only way I'll have time to watch any of this. Yeah, I yeah, I can't do it. That's crazy. So, um, congrats, Dev. We yeah. are going to follow your journey this year mm-hmm. in IMSA. Because Im- yeah, I mean, we have to. He's Canadian. We think you are such a cool human. So, it's uh, IMSA is the International Motor Sports Association. It's a sports car championship, um, also known as the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, and it's based in the United States. So, similar structure to indie like yeah. that's where it's based out of I me mean, like we need to we need to learn about these series and then ideally we will help you guys also learn about these series there's so much and i know they race at daytona love daytona it'll suck not seeing dev 
in an Indy car seat this year. We're still waiting to hear back about Callum as well, Callum Eilat. We don't know if his spot was confirmed or not. Mm-hmm. There's still a couple question marks, but we have about two months to figure that out. So <laughs> We're not figuring anything out. They got to figure it out, and then they let us know. Shout out Sam, Emma's sister, says highs and lows of recording this year. Highs and lows of recording this year. I hate editing. <laughs> That's my low. <laughs> okay, well, I told you that over the Christmas break, if you take one day to teach me how to do it, I will do it. <laughs> Okay. As long as you continue to make TikTok clips because I yeah. am dumb when it comes to TikTok. That's fair. <laughs> we'll plan a day. I'll teach it. No, um, editing is just probably the most time consuming part because it's we talk for forever and then I have to go home and I have to listen to ourselves talk again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I just want to take a nap. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if that really counts as a low, but um, I think a high for me is just also being able to meet so many people and get to know so many people, whether in person or online. Like starting the podcast has opened up so many new friendships and relationships for us, mm-hmm. us which has been so great. Yeah. That's probably my high. Internet friends are real friends. Internet friends are real friends. Um, yeah, that's definitely a high. Having to drive to the house at early in the morning. <laughs> is that a low? I, I really enjoyed our cat recording. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> When we had the cats out. Yeah, I guess, like, we did have a couple of times to do back-to-back episodes. Mm-hmm. That was tough. I know. I'm just like, ah, uh, what are we saying at this point? That We're was an hour two. We can't do it anymore. But. but I also love, like, and I think that our episodes are the best when we do have, like, another personality on there with us. Mm-hmm. Whether that be our episode with Brad, which is one of our, like, top listened to episodes. Or episode with Boston, with Katie, with David, David. Malukas. Yeah. Like... I just think that those episodes are so fun because while our focus is on motorsports in general, we also get to like have personal conversations too, which yeah. I, I, I quite like. Oh, so, I agree. Yeah. That's something I'd like to do more of in the future. Um, yeah. Let us know who you want to see on the podcast. We really want to, and this is an official call out, I, I'm going to say, um, we really want to get fan behavior back on here because the Hannahs have never coexisted in one space at one time. Oh my God. The Hannahs have never coexisted. But but me and Hannah do message sometimes about <laughs> books. <laughs> so we we do coexist and we, we need should to prove do, it. <laughs> we should do um, uh, 2024 like prediction episode together. I, I, yeah. You know, good. you know what would be hilarious? What? A game show. <laughs> A game show. A fan behavior versus track talk game show. I don't know if it's like F1 like trivia related. Or I guess that might be cool. We love game shows here. We're yeah. I actually hate game shows. I believe it or not. I also hate watching game shows. I hate watching game shows. We are vying really hard still for a McLaren game show. Yes. That is probably what we manifest the most out of this show. Yeah. Um but yeah, maybe we should, we should Fan behavior? message. We'll, message, we'll reach message out to Zoe, Zoe and Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> what races are we going to in the next season? Okay, so tentatively, tentatively, I am going to the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. I need her to come. I, it, I know, I know. No, no. I really am trying to make it work. Yeah. I think Cam and I are going to take the train to Indianapolis. <laughs> Which sounds like a nightmare and kind of fun at the same time. Which is why we were like, well, if we do it together, it'll be fun. So yeah. um, that could be <laughs> something. Um, so yeah, tentatively Indy 500, Nashville mm-hmm. for the Indy finale. That is like 
I'm penciling that in. Like that's that's on my calendar. I'm actively looking at flights and stuff. And then I don't actually have an F1 race planned just because I don't know what my future holds in the fall. And if I can make it to Austin, I'd love to make it to Austin, but I need to figure out school-wise what I can handle. And if I'm already taking the weekend in September to do the finale, I don't know if I can also do October for um, Austin. That's fair. Yeah. I'll keep you all posted though. You have a little bit more plans, a couple more plans than I do. Um, Indy 500. I've already booked my flight. I'll be there. (laughs) I need to. I'm trying to get out there for qualifying and the actual 500 like, cause it's two different weekends. So, but the 500, like the race itself for sure. Booked my flight to Spain, going to Barcelona for the Spanish Grand Prix. We didn't even talk about Madrid. No, we didn't talk about Madrid. Well, we might get into that. I'm excited because that, that track, that, that whole Grand Prix weekend is one of the best, uh, Grand Prix, Grand Prix for like fan experience and for general admission. It's got the most options. Um, I'm just going to do general admission, but I'm excited for that. Um, a few people have already reached out that are like going to the race or from Barcelona and just offering to help me out, which is very, very nice. Uh, and it makes my heart warm because I'm yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, Nashville is a must. Austin. I don't want to go to Austin without Hannah. Like, I yeah. really don't. So if Hannah can go to Austin, then we'll go to Austin. Ideally, two indie races and Spain for F1. Mm-hmm. If more show up, if more can happen, I'd love to make it happen. I'd love, I'd love to go to Portland for dude, FE. I was, oh, okay. I was just going to say, I'd love to go to the Portland indie race. Yeah. Like, I've never been to Portland. I've always thought it looked like such a cool little place. So I'd love to go. But um, we're we, both thinking Portland. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and we have a listener who is like, has been with us since the beginning, who reached out not too long ago and was like, come to the Portland race. Like, I'm from there. Like, we'll show you guys around. Oh so, God. yeah. You guys Anyways. are so nice. No, I know. Way actually, too nice to us. It actually blows me away. Like, like when people <laughs> message and they're like, you can stay with me or you can, we can, I can show you around. We can do this together. And like, wow, you people you, are amazing. You want to hang out with us? I know. <laughs> um, maybe Portland. Maybe you'll see us in Portland. Formula, yeah, Formula E is another one I kind of want to get into this year. But that's a lot. Okay, what other questions are there? What are you guys watching during the off season? I need suggestions. Oh, that's my area see i have a list i'm going to create a list of a bunch of motorsports documentaries that i need to get through when i have that list i'll share it otherwise it's just like true crime documentaries i'm only a documentary person i don't watch anything else just documentaries yeah that's true (laughs) i watch documentaries and i watch reality tv um and i like i said Yes. Oh my god. Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? Yes. Like before Scandal. Like I had been I had been caught up. Huh, interesting. Okay. I didn't Vanderpump, know. Real Housewives of New Jersey, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Southern Charm, Southern Hospitality, Winter House, Summer House. Do you watch the Kardashians? No. You don't like the Kardashians? No. Interesting. I don't watch the Kardashians either. I didn't know this. I didn't oh, know yeah. you were like this deep into reality TV. Yes, yes. It because so Cam and I, we can't watch a serious show together. I don't know why. I think both of our attention spans are just not there for that. So we always have to watch reality TV. Also, I should totally forgot about my favorite Love Island. I watch, we will watch every season of Love Island. So if y'all watch Love Island and want to talk to me about it, I've watched Love Island games. We've watched this past season. I mean, I've watched every season. Like, let's talk about it. Um, I'm also, like I said last week, going to be doing like a 
what I've been watching, mm-hmm. just so you guys can keep up, because the documentaries I watch are also really good. Like, did you watch Mother God? I went to go watch it last night and couldn't, I couldn't find it. What's Crave? Or? Crave. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Oh my God. It's so weird. Yeah. That one seems super weird. But the ones that I have recently watched that are like also good like that, we talked about Escaping Twin Flames. That yep. one was awesome. Um, there's one called The Murdoch Murders. So there was Mur- Murdoch Murder Murdoch, Mystery. Murdoch Murders. Yeah. yeah. So that, the first part came out earlier this year and the second part just came out. And I don't think people know about the second part, but it's just as crazy. So watch mm-hmm. that one. Um, oh, Get Gaudy. It's about the Italian crime family. I haven't watched that so one. So good. Yet. I don't need to watch that. So good. So Hannah will have a list of true crime documentaries. Yes, I will. I'll do, try to do some sports documentaries. Sports and motorsports. I don't watch anything else. Uh, <laughs> um, I was actually going to ask you, if you were to go to a sporting event that's not more, more motor sports related, like what would you go to? Because this is like, Emma does not do sports other than motor I'll sports. go to hockey games. But like... Yeah, you'll go to, a, to, like, a hockey game in town. But, like, if you could go to game. any, like, sporting event that's not motorsports, what would what would you want to go to? Well, Wimbledon, I think, just because the name. I feel like everyone wants to go to that. Okay. That's a that's a great answer, but... I won't know what's going on. Well, yeah. I've tried to get her to... That's the thing. You're asking... You just set me up for failure here. I'm not a fan of these sports. And you're like, which one do you want to go to? None of them. I don't want to go to any of them. But if I had to choose Wimbledon because of the name, you hate that answer. Well, no, I don't hate that answer. I think it's a really great answer. But I think that if you were to go to Wimbledon, you'd have to, like, you'd have to at least watch Breakpoint. Oh, well, yeah. To know who And I would go are. with someone who knows what's going on. Okay. I wouldn't just show up. Can you imagine me just showing up by myself at Wimbledon? <laughs> I'd be like, where are the grandstands? You'd be like, why is there strawberries everywhere? And I have to, and you'd be calling me 10 times a day trying to get me to explain things. Yeah. You know what's really exciting? <laughs> what? That in January, the Australian Open starts. So that's the first Grand Slam of the year in the tennis world. Okay. And that restarts our tennis watch. Set an alarm for me. <laughs> we'll Honestly, see. the Australian Open is really difficult to watch because it's on at like 4 a.m. for us all the time. Oh, well then no. What else we got? Um, what has been your favorite meme of the season? I know mine. You go first. I don't know. I have two. They're what? both George Russell. Is it this, no. like the T one? No. Oh. As as good as that one is, it's the the hair flip when oh, it turns yeah. around. Mm-hmm. But also the one where it's on the other driver. I don't even know who it is in that video. And then George's, George's car just goes right by. Right by. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. George had some good memes throughout the year. I don't know what mine is. I'd say maybe the T, the, the George T. That was okay. just good. Do you see yourself being an F1 fan forever? Yes. But I say that as someone who was also convinced I was going to be a One Direction fan forever. But so then they broke no up. you're no longer a One Direction? Like, that's... Right. You're not a, a fan anymore because... They broke up. They I feel like if they were to still follow. together, I'd still be a fan. Yeah, I would say so So then, too. yeah. Confidently, I will say yes. I will always be a motorsports fan. I don't, I never watched sports before. So having this, clinging on to this, like, I don't, I don't see why I'd let it go. You know, what was the inspiration behind track talk? Well, it was better than formula fun. So (laughs) I did use an AI generator one day and asked what a fun name for a formula one podcast by two gals should be called. And it came up with formula fun, which is honestly a meme in our lives now. But I think at the time I was like, oh, what a good idea. Fun. That's so great. <laughs> fun. 
track talk. Uh, it just sounds like trash talk. Yeah. That's it. It's kind of fun. I originally wanted to call whatever space we created Formula One FTG. Like F1 FTG. Um, Formula One for the girls. But... There is there is for the girls. But that came after. Oh. Which is interesting because I was like, oh, I had that idea too. Like, good for them. It's so funny because we put out these question boxes and then you guys are like, we love you so much. You're an inspiration. It's like, you guys are so sweet, but like, I can't answer that question. Also, <laughs> <laughs> like, we are just two girls from Canada. <laughs> yeah, this person does say, where are you from? We are from Canada. We are from the coldest place in Canada mm-hmm. during most times. Although this winter seems to be okay for us right now. We just had a, we just got a bunch of snow. It's not going anywhere now. Yeah, probably not. But it's definitely better than years past. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just two cold gals. Two cold, pale gals. <laughs> At least you self-tan. Sometimes. Uh, what? Okay. I don't know if I can get into this right now. This might have to be a TikTok, but what friend's character do you think each driver is? I, I saw that and I was actively avoiding it because I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't this. have time for this. But maybe we'll have another question bubble that comes up and you guys can answer and we'll respond on TikTok because I have no idea. I can't even think to do it. Okay. Immediately though. What? Charles is Phoebe. Charles is Phoebe? Really? <laughs> Why do you think that? I don't know. I can't explain. Maybe because he's I musical. would say Carlos is Phoebe. I, I, I reject that notion for myself. All right. But yeah, no, we can get into it. be a future time. conversation. Real quickly before we end this. Yeah, Madrid is now confirmed for Formula One for 2026, I think. 2026 or 2027. 2026. Because there's one year where Spain will have two GPs potentially. The track I was looking at it. There are two parts where it goes around a roundabout, but I Google Maps it because I was like, okay, let's take a look at what we're doing here because it's a street circuit. And these roundabouts, they're huge. Like, it's not like one lane sort of thing where it's like, it's set up for failure. Like, it's pretty, it's a pretty big street width wise. I don't know how else to explain it, but I don't know. That's another street circuit and you love street circuits, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, the, the consensus right now, I think, um, on F1 Twitter and Instagram is that they are unhappy. Well, because this. Barcelona, like, that track is so perfect. Like, right. it's such a good track. Right. Like, why are you going to shut down another city? I think one of the tweets I saw, and I didn't screenshot this, so I can't give credit or, like, quote it properly, but it was like, we're giving up, like, a really great track for a subpar street track mm-hmm. or street circuit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, that does makes sense if if it turns out to be like you know so far we'll see we have no idea but we'll see yeah we can i don't think we can say anything we were shitting on vegas and it ended up being not too bad so we want to give a just shout out to everyone who's supported us and listened to the podcast watched our videos interacted with us on social media um these last nine months like since we started the podcast there's you know there's a handful of you that have been there i don't know how you found the first episode or found us from the first day but we we see you and like we love you for it um so thank you for your your support your your love like everything i know we've shouted shout out at them a few times but caitlin and kevin from indycar two people that helped us really really get into indie same with kate and rachel they kind of opened up a whole new path of motorsport for us mm-hmm. and thanks to them we were able to also help you guys learn mm-hmm. um furious motorsport brad and boston specifically mm-hmm. colin you're great too we just don't interact a lot <laughs> Um, just for the the growth and the support that you guys have given us and all the other content creators we've we've interacted with. And I can't name them all because I'm gonna definitely forget people and I don't want anyone to like feel left out. Mm-hmm. But um 
just the the support and how everyone in this motorsports community just continuously uplifts each other. It, it's heartwarming to see and we're so happy to be a part of it. And thank you for letting us be a part of it. Um, this sounds like it's like an emotional goodbye. Like we're not going anywhere. It's just the end of the season. No, it's <laughs> like, you know, this is our inaugural, this is our inaugural season. It is. Yeah. And we just have some people to thank for that. Mm. So yeah, like Emma summed it up. We've got whether you are working within motorsports and you've chatted with us and, and helped us with opportunities and stuff, or whether you've just, you know, been a loyal listener since day one, like mm-hmm. we think that you're all equal in our minds and you've all contributed to our success and our kind of passion for this too, because mm-hmm. I think it would have been really tough to like put what, what we have into it if it wasn't what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us to, you know, consider making these plans for the future, there is big things coming. We're really excited to share them with you all. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, another shout out to the Aero McLaren team. Yeah. Um, they're the ones who've been interacting the most with us. And I feel like they're also on board for a game show. So just shout out them. I think our last shout out, last but absolutely not least, is specifically to Emma's family for letting us record. <laughs> letting us record in, the, in, their, in, home. Their, in their home. In and my, yeah. being quiet for an hour and a half almost two hours sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. So that we can speak and mm-hmm. just, yeah, just allowing us to come and record whenever we or the, we, well, whenever yeah. we can. I texted my mom last night and I was like, hey, I'll be over at nine tomorrow. And she's like, okay. So um, that's a big thank you yeah. from us. And I mean, honestly, just thank you to friends and family for supporting us from the start of this, even if they didn't know what was going on and kind of being like, well, we'll listen. Like I had friends who have no interest in motorsports, mm-hmm. but still would listen to the episodes to mm-hmm. to help us out. So thank you. And and final announcement. What the cats have all been adopted. Yes. Oh my god, the cats have all been adopted officially. Susie, the last one, was adopted. I think a few days ago, um, which makes me so happy. My Kate, heart is full. Did what? you also think because Susie, Mama Susie, was the last cat to get adopted? She got adopted on like Wednesday, like when the allegations against Susie Wolf were dropped. Oh my God. Is that not crazy? I didn't even realize that. Wow, that's funny. It's like a weird just kind of thing I noticed. I was like, big day for Susie's. Big day for Susie's. (laughs) Oh, that makes my heart warm. Okay, I love that. Thank you again. Thank you for listening, for all of it. Yeah, for being part of Track Talk. This is season one of Track Talk officially coming to a close. We are Emma and Hannah. Catch out for now.